This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from Overcast Slightly, <laughs> uh, Glen Burnie, Maryland. Uh, who am I? Willard Scott? I don't know. That's a blast from the past. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so it's getting down to the end of October and the end of the Caps road trip. Uh, so we're uh, covering uh, those three games for you. Anna, as we said, has some uh, Halloween-type duties to attend to, uh, so she'll not be with us uh, in her stead this evening for this week uh, is a young lady who uh, you should all be familiar with by now. She's uh, graced us with her presence many times, and uh, her wonderful on-spot observations about this team. It is C4 herself, Cheryl Ann Forster. Cheryl, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm not so sure about the young part, but I'll take the lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, <clears throat> um, um, we'll just go ahead and move on from that. Not not often I leave you at a loss for words, is it? <laughs> no, no, not quite. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I, I guess we have to ask. Uh, what, uh, yeah, what if anything? Uh, any, any plans for Halloween coming up at all? Eh, we don't generally get a lot of trick or treaters in my neck of the woods. I live in a very small development, so I'll probably have some candy out, but I don't expect to be doing too much. Watching yeah, a I mean, game, of course. Other than watching the cats, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, well, there's. Yeah, there's a game on, so uh, yeah, I'm not really probably going to be just dumping the ball out. And say here, kids, have at it. If if we even get any, uh, haven't been getting that many year by year. I don't know, but yeah, yeah no, no, old, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Older, I guess older, back, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Older, um, boring but factual. Oh yes, thank thank the good Lord for hockey, which uh, which is why we're here. Um, so we're going to get into the uh, the on ice action. Um, so the Caps have been on a road trip um, these past few games. They started this past Monday, and they're not quite finished with it yet. They have one game left on said road trip, uh, which is actually tomorrow night, which is Halloween. Uh, but they did play three games when we left you last. We'll start with. The first of those three, that was against New Jersey. Um, so we're not going to make the first two games uh, the feature game. We're actually going to make last night's game the feature. So we're going to quickly go over the vitals and the details of, of that first game against Jersey. It's a six game, uh, 6-3 win, rather. Caps uh, really poured on the offense in the second period. That was the key. But it didn't look good at first as uh, Nathan Bastard, I mean Bastion, uh, opened the scoring for the Devils a few minutes into the first. 
Um, then Nick Dowd tied it. Uh, Garnet Hathaway would score in the second period, and and that opened the floodgates about halfway through. And then Connor Sherry got his shorty. Ovechkin got a power play goal, and uh, yeah, they were they were pretty much off to the races. I think Ovechkin's goal actually ended up being the game winner because uh, the Devils actually rallied uh, a bit in the in the second in the third period. I think you and I discussed this. It looked like Caps had taking their foot off the gas slightly in the third yeah. period, but uh, they managed yeah. to uh, correct that. Yeah. Can, can I interject here? I just want to yeah, say, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, I think I'm liking Sherry on the penalty kill. Yeah, I, I, really, I like him. I think he's he's out there. He's, he's like a dog with a bone with that puck. <laughs> he wants that puck and he don't want to give it up. So, which is which is exactly the mentality the you need kill. to have on the penalty kill. Sorry, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So I, I'm kind of liking him in that spot. Well, I I like him overall. I I think um, they 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 talk about uh, certain forwards being a Swiss Army knife. I think mm-hmm. Connor Sherry probably is the truest edition of that uh, that the Caps mm-hmm. will ever have. Um, the only oh. thing I've never seen him do is fight. I don't know that I want to see him fight, um, but I no. bet if asked, he would. Um, but he can pretty much do everything else. Uh, yeah, exactly. And he's he's sort of he's sort of my Tom Wilson. He's my guy. You know, he's 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 the guy I want to see in there every game, putting his heart into it. You know, there's a reason I have his jersey. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did not did not know that, uh, but yeah, I I liked him. I, I like him on the top line. I like him doing the penalty mm-hmm. kill. I mean, everywhere he's been put in, he's he's gotten the job done. So yeah, he's he's been the true Swiss Army knife for me at least this season so far. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, he he got the shorthanded goal. I think that was that was really the 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 difference maker. Even though, like I said, Jersey uh, had had that quick rally. Um, yeah. Caps surrendered though forty one shots against in in this game, and um, yeah, because yeah, so it was it was kind of an ugly win, but as a win nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, the the glass uh, on ketchup paper, model we should not have won this game. Well, uh, if the well, I mean, really, mm, I think we were about even as far as on paper roster wise with with Jersey. You know, well, they've made, I mean, they've made a lot the of stats. upgrades. I mean, looking at the stats, forty one to twenty two shots. Actually, our face off percentage was pretty good. It was forty nine. Yeah, the face offs were about even you know, for once. The takeaways, the giveaway. I mean, looking at the stats on paper, you know, just based on the number of shots alone, we probably shouldn't have won that game. That shows what, and who was in goal that night? Uh, pretty sure it was, was it, uh, Chucky Lindgren that was in goal. Was it Lindgren? I might yeah. be wrong on that, but so, I'm, I'm pretty sure no, it was I think, Chucky. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right, it was. So, I mean, seeing what he did that night against 41 shots and how Kemper's been doing, I think we can put the goalie controversy to rest. Oh yeah, that's that's been that that's been uh, put to bed, uh, tucked in, uh, light turned off, milk and cookies laid out. Uh, Six feet under, baby. Do not disturb. Sign hung. Uh, however you want to yeah. put it, but yeah, I go I go a lot further into that line of of jokes, but uh, I probably get sued. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> 
but yeah, that's uh, that puts a nice neat bow on it. I think um, the, the caps tailed off, but fortunately they build up enough of the lead and a shorthanded goal really kind of kills the momentum. And uh, as we'll see in the next game, but yeah, uh, I, probably not the best overall effort or the cleanest game or the best game, but you know, it, it got the job done. So it, right. it, it was a win. So a uh, nice way to start off the road trip. So then it was on to Dallas a couple nights later. This was last Thursday and um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I hate to be a downer. I hate approaching things on the down end. I always like to be optimistic that uh, we've got at least a chance to win. I don't know what it is about the Dallas Stars, but especially when we play in their barn, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like we have much of a chance against them. They, mm-hmm. They've changed coaches. They've made some tweaks. They got the, uh, that guy, Jason Robertson, who is light, playing lights out hockey. I just didn't see the Caps coming away with the win in this in this game, and lo and behold, yeah. they they didn't. I and and it was for the first I, I would say 30, 35 minutes. It might have been for lack of trying, and then I think the mm-hmm. uh, well. So so what what ended up happening? The, the key play in this game was uh, what I called the worst moment in my article at the Maryland Sports Blog when I did the recap there. Um, when uh, Joel Yoel uh, uh, Kiviranta with the Stars uh, picked off the puck and and uh, got that shorthanded goal, which we just mentioned is the most deflating thing that can happen to your team. And I think instead yeah. of getting down, I think the Caps kind of woke up after that and played some desperate hockey, but by then it was too little too late. Yeah. Kind of made me a little nervous when, uh, I mean, I understand why he did it, but it made me nervous when he pulled temper with what three and a half minutes or something left i was just like well that's that's actually a tactic that's been in vogue with uh, a lot of coaches the last couple seasons yeah i mean i get the logic you want to see something happen on the power play and that i get it but it still makes me nervous yeah, I, I, I understand that. But yeah, I mean, it's, especially when, when you're one of the better teams, six on five, why the hell not? Oh, you know? yeah. But yeah, exactly. that was uh, that was the uh, that was the worst thing of the game was that shorthanded goal. Of course, uh, Robertson with that uh, light as a feather uh, tip in uh, on the first goal yeah. was the game winner. But I, I just want to uh, I'm not going not going to waste too much time in this game. I think this is a game you can draw a line through, as they say. But I, I just want to go over that shorthanded goal. John Carlson got a lot of heat for that. And yeah. Look. I am probably pretty far, as some of you listeners might know, from being a John Carlson defender. I will, I will uh, praise him on his merits. Uh, without him, there probably isn't much of a power play. There isn't much of a driving force offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't much puck movement. I, I, so I'll give him his due there. But it, it, I mean, I'm sorry, but his job is to play defense and he just doesn't do that very well or hasn't been doing that very well. Let's just call a spade a spade. But on this particular play, I don't think it was his fault. Um, if you watch, if you watch the replay, he was, he was, he started out behind his net. He carried the mm-hmm. puck. Uh, pro- probably shouldn't have carried it up the middle, but he was carrying it and he looked like he was about to dump it or pass it up the ice, at least to center, or at least was trying to clear it out. I don't know what Evgeny Kuznetsov was thinking at the moment, but Evgeny Kuznetsov desci- decides at that point to skate on over 
kind of float on over and put his stick right where John Carlson had put the puck, which stopped the puck right in its tracks. Oh, I'm, so, oh, I'm... Long enough That's to that frustrates me the most about Keevy. Yeah, lo, and it was just long enough, just enough of a split second, so that Kiwi Ranta had enough time to pick it up and skate on in. Yeah, I don't I think you can put me. this. I don't think you can put this on John Carlson at all. No, absolutely not. It, so he did. He was doing what he was supposed to do, which is try to move the puck up the ice. And Kuzi, again, I don't know what he was thinking, but. Yeah, that, that's, I, I don't know. I, uh, he, I'm very yeah. surprised he wasn't benched for that. And that's, that's probably why he's been kind of messed with as far as, as far as his time on the top or second line. And because he's, been doing of, a few bone, he's done a few boneheaded things the last couple of games. Exactly. You know, sword fighting and among other things. <laughs> well, at least somebody listened started. last week. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, what a yeah, if, if he can stop, <laughs> if he can, if he can stop with that kind of stuff, uh, then he'll be just fine. So, um, well, so that, that, that was that, I mean, it was, it was one part, one part, you know, half-hearted effort for the half the game. Um, one part, the stars being the stars and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, another part just, stupid stuff and yeah between all that you have what you have what you know what what we got and it could have been a lot worse and uh, it wasn't um but you know and uh, where 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 we finally got through the stars defense uh jake ottinger uh made up for it and uh made made a lot of strong saves towards the end so yeah and uh, what what are you going to do so that's uh yeah I can't really point to one thing but that that's that's what happened. So there was that game. Now we're going to move on to the third game which was last night in Nashville. So this one is the one we're going to focus on you and I Cheryl yeah. and um because I, I know you and I both watched the whole game together. My phone is is proof of that uh specifically a couple of my apps. <laughs> and um so let's uh, let's uh, yeah let, let let's get to let's get to the uh, the scoring summary to begin. So uh, there were no goals in the first period, uh, but that doesn't mean that um, shit did not happen in the first period. Not the least of which. Well, okay. So let's get the shot totals out of the way. Sixteen for the good guys, eleven for the for the predators. So twenty-seven shots both ways. That mm-hmm. that was uh, crazy enough in and, in and of itself. But you had two injuries for the Caps. Two guys go down. Um, first, TJ Oshie, and I, I, I don't know if I, I always think that with with these things, it's either a groin or a hamstring. Uh, and of course, the official announcement is LBI, lower, lower body injury. Body. Yeah, because they're not going to say anything else. And yes, I get that because if you say where it is, yes, you might as well put a red, white, and blue bullseye on that part of the person's body. 
So mm-hmm. that that's why they say stuff like that. So, but uh, yeah, so so TJ Oshi, I, I you couldn't really see what it was, but he definitely tweaked something because he couldn't even make it on the back check. He barely made it to to the bench. Uh, again, a guy that's been picked on a while. Uh, John Carlson was left all alone to defend, and uh, you know, fortunately, he was he did an adequate enough job to at least prevent the shot from uh, going on goal, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we didn't even know we didn't even know what had happened until many minutes later when uh, Joe and Craig got the got the notice. Uh, so then I look on Twitter and Samantha Pell says, uh, "Yeah, T.J. Oshie just went down the tunnel," um, and then uh, minutes later, so did John Carlson. Now they showed the replay of uh, John Carlson's injury, and um, yeah. if he doesn't have a torn groin, I will be very surprised. Uh, yeah, that looks painful. He, yeah, it, it was like somebody had forced him to do the splits and then he crashed into the boards. Yeah, I thought and, he was slow to get up and then he was up and I was like, oh, maybe he's okay. And then I heard he was out. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And, uh, well, and then but, I saw the replay because it happened yeah. so fast. And yeah. I saw the replay and I was like, uh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's just put it this way. That, that'll put a, a, a temporary halt to his uh, reproductive abilities. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> so the Caps found themselves with, uh, I think this was, this all went through uh, at about ha- the halfway mark, barely the halfway mark of the first period mm-hmm. being played. So 10 minutes in, they're already down two people um, and they got to contend with, you know, uh, uh, the onslaught of, uh, you know, the Predators. I mean, they didn't get as many shots, but they were they were moving the puck pretty well. And, yeah, yeah it, it, it just didn't look very good. So on to the second period, more of the same, and uh, the Caps somehow were, were keeping up. And this is – I read Mike Vogel's uh, summary, and I, I think he summarized it pretty well. Uh, he – uh, he he said something. I, I'm not going to quote him directly, but uh, basically he said uh, they the Caps took that moment and uh, they they uh, you know they just showed some grit and character and they they decided just just knuckle down as a team and bear down yeah. and just play play a team game from then on out to to cover the missing you know the missing players. Um, and Al Koken also put out a tweet and uh, him I will quote. Um, he basically said I. The Caps could have used the two injuries as a woe is me moment and just given up on the game, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's testament to their character. And, you know, spot right. on by, by Smoke and Owl, because that's well, exactly what he did, what they did. Here's, here's, and we touched on this before we got on the air, but here's my thoughts on this. This is now Laviolette's chance. This is do or die to give the younger guys. This is our first part of last season. Remember, I told you we played our best hockey. In the first part of last season, when we were had all the, you know, oh, she was out and whoever was out and whoever was out, all those young guys stepped up and we played our best hockey. Yeah, Ovi went on a tear, but Ovi was like, I got to prove I can play with these guys still, right? Right. I think this is our moment. This is our moment to do that and to keep that, get those young guys in and keep the pressure on the older guys to earn that ice time. You can't get ice time just because you're, a veteran you've been around for 17 years or 10 years or four years or five years or whatever you've got to earn it and if these young guys come in and step up and do the job they need to stay in don't you know let those guys come back and earn their time like there's you know don't put them back in just because it's tom wilson or just because it's nick backstrom or oshi or carlson you know make them earn their time just like everybody else 
I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's my opinion. I think that's what needs to be done. Well, that you that's know? what should be done. I don't think that's what will be done, given uh, Laviolette's history, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it. But I will I will say this much. Yes, it is a golden opportunity for the young legs to uh, get get a shot in here. And if you caught the Sports on the Hill podcast last week, where I actually made an appearance with Robbie uh, Robbie Gross and Anna. Mm-hmm. Uh, we discussed the, the the upcoming uh, the upcoming uh, road trip. Well, they're they're uh, yeah, it's on it's on Facebook, and uh, uh, of course they okay. have yeah. their own website. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'll hunt it down. I just haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. What I said was, uh, especially in the Carolina game, was that they need to the Caps need to probably employ more of a speed dynamic, and mm-hmm. now that you've got two roster slots open. Um, I would say now is the time to get uh, a couple of guys in there with some younger, fresher legs to show what they yep. can do. Now, unfortunately, um, that points more towards a Joe Snively um, for the forward slot versus uh, Connor McMichael, uh, who's actually a natural center. I think Joe Snively mm-hmm. will fit in very, very nicely in, in TJ Oshie's spot. Let him play his yep. bumper position on the power play and let him fill his second or third line for wing slot. Agreed. I say. Um, I, I agree. With that. I won't argue with that. No. Yeah. I, I, I really think he'd be, he'd be a nice fit. He knows how to go to the net. And I think they've shown in the past when they take the game to Carolina, they do a lot better. So, I mean, it's like, it's like the movie Miracle where Herb Brooks said, hey, look, you don't run from the Soviets. You attack them. You don't. Yeah play defense. You don't sit back. You take the game to them. I think that's what they've got to do against Carolina. And if they have younger guys who can move the puck and get the puck on net more often than they do it to us, I think they stand a lot better chance. That's that's part of what I meant by the speed dynamic. And I think McMichael probably mm-hmm. should get in there as well, at least for the sake of having ice time and for the fact that, you know, we talked about this last week. He got into a scrap. Maybe that's not what he ought to be doing, but I think he's showing that he wants to do just about anything he possibly can to stay in the lineup. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I, I, unfortunately the caps just have, I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, but the caps just have too many centers and there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, you know, no real room for him. He just doesn't fit as a winger. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I was talking to, um, Another one of our other friend, our other um, another mutual friend, and we were talking about um, Alexiev. When Alexiev is better, bring him up on defense. Put McMichael down on Hershey. Just a thought. So he at least gets ice time. You know, he's wasting away sitting on the bench. Well. I, I totally get that, and, and I agree get... I agree with that. The only problem is Alexiev's a defenseman. So you'd be... Well, you'd be... we need another defenseman. Well, we, we do, but what's probably going to happen is Matt Irwin's probably going to draw in. Now, I think Alexiev, now that he's fully healthy uh, and playing again, probably will get the call-up. If it's not going to be him, it's going to be uh, Luke Johansson. Uh, it's going to be one of those two probably that that gets gets the call up. I haven't heard anything yet. I'm surprised there hasn't been an announcement. Uh, there probably has been, um, but 
haven't seen anything. It yet. should be it should be one of those two, uh, but Joe Snively definitely should be fitting uh, filling in at uh, right. I think he'd be right at home in, in T.J. Oshie's spot. I really do. Oh, absolutely. I think, like a hand in a glove. Um, yep. So you know, we we kind of veered off course a little bit. We'll we'll get back to that because that's good discussion to have. Uh, let's go ahead and finish mm-hmm. uh, the recap of the Nashville game. Um, so we were we were talking about Beck Malenstein to start. Um, I, I and I wrote about this in in the recap uh, at the blog. <laughs> Ironically enough, he was the only guy. Well, everybody got increased ice time, but he was the only guy not to hit ten minutes. He played something like nine nine and change is what he ended up playing. Mm-hmm. But he gets the game winning goal. He he puts it away. Great pass by Nick Dowd, finding him um, yeah. practically all alone in in the low slot, um, and uh, puts it away at twelve forty nine. Uh, that's that's pretty much all they needed uh, because the. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I give up 34 shots. Uh, I won't say they played a great defensive game, but they did l- do a good job of limiting the chances. Um, yeah. And uh, so on to the third period, and Alexei Protus gets the insurance marker, his second of the year, Sherry and Jensen on the assists. Um, mm-hmm. Jensen kind of had an up-and-down game. Um, I think this was the game where um, – he he did um he did some sort of doofus play in front of his own net coughed up the puck and then did a little swordsman like activity and got himself penalized for it yeah yeah um or 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 penalized if uh, depending on uh, what side of the pond you're on um but right. fortunately it it didn't cost <laughs> them because, because 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 uh the caps penalty kill uh they were they were totally on point and they have been um it's actually oh, uh, not not to uh you know neener neener it uh, you know the 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 main media sources they were saying it's it was 14 straight it's actually 15 straight that they've killed off um yeah. including five against the predators last night uh, but going back to the ottawa Crazy. loss the other week, um, it's actually 15 straight that they've killed off. So penalty kills mm-hmm. really gotten back on track. Unfortunately, same can't be said of the power play. They were 0 for 3 uh, tonight and uh, that night, rather. And uh, what's the O stand for? Um, I think you'd agree with me, Cheryl. Oh, my God. Why does Blaine Forsyth still have a job? Yeah, among other things. <laughs> Oh my God! Why do people not shoot the puck? Well, oh my God! Why do they think Ovi's the only one allowed to shoot on the power play? Oh my God! I could go on. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I know you could. That's why I opened that window for you. No, we don't have time to go on. <laughs> well, uh, if only, if only we did. But yeah, I no, I all all concerns well founded. Trust me, you are not alone in that regard. And uh, but. And like, like we always say, we're we're not the ones on the bench pointing the fingers, and yeah. So, so Protus gets the insurance marker, makes it two none, six forty four in the third. Um, still, the you know the 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 Predators just came at the Caps, and uh, you know to yeah. you know to their credit, uh, put up one hell of a fight. Uh, and where you know just and just like Jake you know Jake Ottinger, where where the defense failed to stop the scoring chance. Kemper came up very, very large. And I think obviously, well, obviously because he got the shutout, but because he played well overall, I I just Mm -hmm. want to say this. 
there were a lot of people that had their doubts about Kemper that we settled that mm -hmm. maybe they didn't get the best goalie that was out there, although he was the best goalie that was out there in the free agent market. Right. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy, but I really hope everybody kind of shuts up about that after this, because yeah. this, if this is what we can expect from the guy we're paying 5 million bucks a year for, for the next several years, if this is, if, if this is what we get from a guy who has just come off a Stanley cup and, and getting poked in the eye and temporarily mm -hmm. losing his sight. If this is the kind of game that it can be had by this guy, I think that's one hell of a bargain. I think we got a great catch here and I, I think we should be happy with what they've got. Yep. And uh, you know, in Lindgren, we've got a great solid backup. So I, I think, I think we're good. I mean, I I had concern. My main concern about Kemper was his age, um, but he's not playing like a 32-year-old goalie. No. Or he didn't last night. He hasn't been playing like a 32-year-old goalie. So um, do I still have concerns? Maybe, but I think for the most part, I'm about 99.9% .9 on board now. There's still that little part of me who's still, but he's 32, you know? But so, I so think, his age. So I think your only concern is his age. That was that was my biggest concern with him was the age, and then um, the defense he had playing in front of him in Colorado was much better than our defense was last year. But truth be told, I think our defense stepped up last night. I mean, I really think they did a great, a pretty good job last night. I mean, he faced only well, he faced a lot of shots last night. He faced thirty-four shots, but. But I think our defense did a great job of blocking a lot of them too. So um, yeah, I, credit I, where credit I, is due. Yeah, I I think the defense did uh, did a fantastic job of limiting and, as much as they could the the scoring chances. Um, and yeah. and again, to their credit, when you've got a, a Roman Yossi on on your back line, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you're 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 only going to limit so much. You got one of the best puck movers in the game on the back line. Right. facing staring you down facing you uh, you're only going to you know thwart him so many times so uh, you know and, and and again where where they failed where the defense failed uh, you know Kemper came Kemper through and right. that's what you want that's what you need to have in a number one goalie and he more than proved it last night and I think that's not the last time you're going to see that kind of effort from him and no you know, I don't doubt it I, yeah. I think I agree with you. I think he's going to do very, very well for us this year. Like I said, my only concern was his age. He has not been playing like a 32 year old goalie. And I, you know, I'm just hoping he continues not to, you know, he continues on that trend. Um, well, what, what I'm hoping is, and this, this road trip probably was the best chance to, for this for this to happen but when you got a lot of new faces on the team especially a goalie yeah. it takes mm -hmm. a while it takes some time for uh you know for them to be acclimated it takes probably at least 10 good solid games um mm -hmm. caps are about caps are pretty close to that i think now they they've they've uh, tomorrow night will be their ninth game so and, and and road trips you have you have a great yeah, tomorrow will be 10th game Okay, right. So, so tomorrow, tomorrow will be the t the tenth game. But either way, 
road trips are a great opportunity for teams to bond because you're not going to your own house or wherever. You know, you're all you're all together in the same hotel. You're all doing the same activities together. You're all getting to know each other better. You know, there there is yeah. that dynamic. And, you know, once, you know, you, you get a better chance to know each other's tendencies and habits and things like that. And once you've got that down, right. that, that makes for an, a much easier relationship on the ice. So I'm really, really hoping that when they come out of this road trip, you know, all of that, you know, all of that uncertainty kind of, you know, works itself out. Now, of course, they got a, a roster challenge coming up where they got some other new guys to acclimate. But, you know, that yeah. that's why that's why you've got veterans. That's why you got a captain like that's why you got Ovechkin as the captain who can, you know, show them how, how it is with the big club. So. Right. Um, OK, so uh, there was one other goal. It was uh, Ovechkin, his fourth. He ices it with the empty netter. Um, that one um, that one makes 784 for his career, I believe. Yeah. Um, and um, Dmitry Orlov assisted on that. Uh, Orlov is probably going to be relied upon him and Ferravari. I think they're probably going to be yeah. relied upon more and more to be the anchors uh, of the defense. And um, mm-hmm. if <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm telling I'm telling a guy who's won almost 700 games or past 700 games how to coach. But uh, if the coaching staff is smart. <laughs> They would not, they're not going to pair the two of them together. They're going to keep them separate, Faravari no. and Orlov. No. I've, I've kind of been liking Faravari with Jensen, though. I, I'm kind of liking that pairing. I, I like that um, pairing. I'm I'm a little nervous about Jensen, though, because he's starting to go back to those bad habits that he did when he first started with the Caps that made a lot of yeah. people complain about him, myself included. Uh, until yeah. he decided to improve his game. Well, you know he's got Ferravari on the line. Well, he's got he's got Ferravari with him, to, but well, they they're both great skaters, and that that's the thing with yeah. Orlov too. They're all three of them are are great skaters. They cover the ice mm-hmm. really really well, and they all move the puck really well too. So right. uh, <laughs> those three those three will be your anchor, and then uh, uh, TVR is going to cover um, you know your your energy minutes. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Gustaf- Gustafson, uh, he's turning out to be a stud on on the uh, yeah. On special teams. I like him. I like him a lot, actually. I wasn't. I didn't know any much about him when we signed him, but I'm really liking what I'm seeing from him. Well, apparently, uh, and this I, I heard this uh, from kind of a sort of kind of an underground source, but um, uh, Dylan Strom uh, talked him up because um, they were they were both on the Blackhawks together, and uh, he kind of okay. talked to him, and said, "Yeah, uh, I'm not surprised. He's a great puck mover. He had some special teams time uh, when we were on the Hawks, and uh, yeah, this is this what you're seeing is uh, you know what what you're going to get. This is this is what he's good at. So yeah, yeah I, I I think Gustafson is deserving. I think right now. They've got him mainly on on the number two unit. I think he's deserving of mm-hmm. a number one unit time, at least on the PK. I don't know about the power play just yet. They're going to have to work that out with with yeah. Carlson being down. But uh, yeah, he's he's and a stud Oshie. on special teams for sure. Yeah, yeah, Carlson and Oshie out. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. The power they're going to have to change the power play now. Now, yeah, now now they've got no choice. Not not quite the way uh, we wanted, you know, the circumstances we wanted to force the change, but 
Yeah. Now, now they now they're going to absolutely have no choice as as far as that goes. But yeah. So that's uh, that was the game against. <clears throat> pardon me, um, Nashville. And um, okay, so where are we as far as the schedule? All right, they've got one more game on the road trip, as we said. It's tomorrow night uh, in Raleigh in uh, PNC Arena against the Hurricanes. Uh, Halloweeny night. Um, I will also be on. I think I'll be. It'll. I'm not quite sure how Robbie wants to do it. I will probably be doing a live watch along or something like that. It might be after the game. I, I'm not sure how we've worked that out uh, just yet. But uh, sports on the hill. We usually they usually go on 9 p.m. on Facebook Live Monday night. So I'll be on then with Robbie to kind of go over. You know what's going on now. After that, uh, it's kind of a logjam of a week because they come right back home first of the first of next month, seven o'clock puck drop back home at Cap One against the Vegas Golden Showers, uh, Golden Knights. <laughs> then it's on the road again, very briefly, um, up to uh, uh, the pizza place to face the Red Wings. Yes, that's yeah. Little Caesar, Little Caesars Arena. Yes, that's the I name of the you. place. I got you. Yeah, I, I just well, I just Pizza wanted to tell. Well, I just I just Pizza wanted to parlor. let the list. Yeah, I just wanted to let the listeners know I wasn't joking about that. That's that's really what it's called. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's back home oh, again. To... Go ahead. I said ours used to be the phone booth, so why not? The yeah, the phone the, the phone booth. Yeah, you no. Know, what is what is it now? The credit card swipe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they've come up with something. Not to think of that. Yeah, it is, well, it's Capital One, so it ought to be the big credit card swipe, but that doesn't quite yeah, roll off the bank tongue. Too. The, the ATM? The, the, yeah, the big ATM. Yeah, only only uh, <laughs> you give money, you don't get money. So. Right. <laughs> Sorry, just, just a joke, just a joke. Don't get all <laughs> people. Keep the comments okay. clean, people. Right, right. <laughs> all right, so uh, Saturday the 5th, uh, it's back home again. Um, two cap one seven o'clock puck drop against Arizona, the Coyotes, um, and then that actually kicks off a four-game homestand that runs through all of next week. They've got home games um, against Edmonton. I think that's a nationally televised one because I'm seeing um, an eight o'clock start time for that. Boo hiss. Yeah. Um, that's on Monday. Wednesday at seven thirty against uh, the Penguins. And then Friday at 7, it's the Lightning on uh, Friday the 11th. Um, happy Veterans Day. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, uh, that rounds out the, the next two weeks. So that's previews of coming attractions. Um, so, yeah, I think the Caps are in a good place right now. Uh, what I mean, you, you saw most, if not all, of the games. Uh, what, what would you make of the road trip so far, Cheryl? I'm pretty happy with it. Um... I told you, like I said before, and I told some other people, I'll be happy if we've come out of this game with a 500 record. But I think if we can keep what we did going in Tennessee, going in Carolina, and like you said, attack them and get in their faces and and keep up, you know, grinding down and dirty, like Alan May said the last last night, the other night, you know, play that down and dirty, gritty hockey. If we can play that game against Carolina, we should beat them. I think it's going to be close. 
But oh, it's going to um, be. It's definitely going to be a close game. It's always close when we play Carolina. I'm thinking yeah. maybe three two. I don't think it's going to be a very high score game. I'm thinking three two maybe. But if we can keep up what we did against Nashville, we should do. We should beat Carolina, and we'll come out with what at seventy five percent out of four games. Three out of mm-hmm. four, seventy five percent, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they fill in for um, Oshie. I'm not over concerned about defense. Like I said, we have Irwin. He can fill in, you know, for Carlson. We can play the six defenses, men. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I think overall I was happy with their performance for the week. Uh, mm-hmm. So far, we just got to keep it going. We got to get that chemistry built up. Um, I think Anna touched on this a little bit last week. You know, once they get that chemistry and and everything. Uh, But like I said earlier, too, this is our time to shine now. This is our time for next man up. Like we had the start of last season, next man up. We were fighting. We were winning games. We had young guys who were hungry, who wanted to, you know, earn this ice time and prove to these guys, hey, look, I'm, I'm just as good, if not maybe a little better than you are. And I'm here to prove it. And I think if those guys play that game, We'll do very, very well this year. Um, Kemper is coming along and doing, you know, things that I didn't expect a 32-year-old goalie could do. Um, You know, we've got a good, great, solid backup in Lindgren. He did a phenomenal job against New Jersey. Um, And our defense is coming along. You know, I think they're finally – I think Gustafson may have been part of the, you know – part of what we were missing on the defense last year, you know, that, that doggedness, that get in there, that grinding, that especially on special teams, work that needed to be done. I think that was part of what we were missing last year. So I, I think all in all, I think we're in a pretty good place. I don't think there's cause for concern yet. You know, again, we're only 10 games into the season. There are 72 more to go, people. We can do, you know, relax. <laughs> But I think all in all, I think we're in a pretty good place. And, um, you know, hopefully Wilson gets back healthy. Hopefully I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Nikki, but I'm still not real sure about that one. Well, um, so so bit of a bit of a scouting report on that. Uh, I saw a tweet from, I don't know if it was a tweet or, or a text or something uh, from TJ Oshie. Uh, it so happens his kids and uh, Nick Backstrom's kids uh, go to the same school. And uh, right. so uh, they apparently, um, you know, right after, right after they picked up their kids, they, they went, went over to the rink to uh, uh, for practice and uh, was Backstrom's first time on the ice since his surgery. And, you know, TJ yeah. Oshie was just flat out amazed with with uh, what what Backstrom was able to do as far as moving on the ice and and all that. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, think he's been on the ice. Yeah. So hopefully, well, hopefully maybe this, maybe it wasn't as serious as everyone thought it was at first. I think a lot of people thought it may have been more serious than it was. Maybe they got in there and just found out that it wasn't quite as bad as they expected it to be. I don't know. Um, But we'll see, and I'm hopeful. But, again, in my opinion and the way it should be, though, don't just put these guys back because they can. You know, you've got – I mean, they're going to have to be eased into it anyway. There's no way they're going to be ready for full contact. It's, a, it's different playing full contact in a practice than full contact in a game. 
Right. So you're still going to have to ease them in. Yeah, and, I, I think. Know, sorry, go I ahead. Think the young guys. No, I think the young guys. I think the Snivelys, the Protuses, the Malenstein, um, the if he gets a chance, McMichaels, they all need to step up and say, okay, here I am. I'm ready for this. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I think this is our time. I think we're going to, I think if, I think we're going to do well this year. I'm not displeased at all with this team. I'm not giving up on this team. They are my boys, you know? Yeah, no, I, and I, I totally agree with everything you, you are saying, and I will provide a bit of a history lesson for uh, hopefully everybody, uh, you on the speakers, the earbuds, however you're listening, wherever you are. No less a man than someone by the name of Con Smythe once said, and if you don't know who that is, his name is on the MVP trophy for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And there's a reason for that, because his Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup a bunch of times when he was owner and general manager of the team. Um, How far the mighty have fallen, so they say. But Anyway, so basically a guy that knows hockey better than you and I. And he once said that the key to maintaining success is youth. Put a bunch of kids with some veterans who still like to win, and the combination is always unbeatable, end quote. Mm-hmm. And that, um, I think... Anyone, anyone remember Miracle on Ice? <laughs> right, a bunch of college kids, right? Right, bunch of bunch of you know unknown college kids who took on basically what amounted to a, a professional team that, yeah, that they said could not be beat and and was beaten. So so yeah, something something exactly exactly like that. So I I think we have the right mix of uh, a veteran core and mm-hmm. uh, some guys that are hungry, just like you said, to prove themselves. I think it's their time, and uh, they. I think, unfortunately, sooner or later, sooner than later, they're going to have to figure out what to do with McMichael, um, because that yeah. that's going to become that's be, going to become a negative. That's going to be, become an albatross on the team. Uh, everyone yeah. else that's been called up has proven their worth. Uh, I think Malenstein has uh, secured a spot on that fourth line for good. Mm-hmm. Um, Protus. Yep is starting to shake off whatever was uh, that that snake bit nervousness, whatever was wrong with him, where he just didn't seem to be comfortable uh, in the offensive zone. I think he's finally starting to shed that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's, he's probably going to be a fixture on the second or third line, maybe even on one of the special teams units, perhaps. Yep. But they need to figure out what to do with McMichael. They need to figure out what's going on with the hole on the defense now created by Carlson being out. I think before it's all said and done, um, Luke Johansson and Alex Alexeyev uh, should have some time with the big club this year. Um, mm-hmm. and try them out and, and see how much of a future they've got with the, with the club. And yeah, it, it's time. It is that time to see what you've got because you they're ready. For the, for the most mm-hmm. part, they're ready. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, and you and Anna touched on this last week. It's, you know, if we're going to rebuild, now's the time to do it. Start now is it. the time. Yeah, now is the time to, well, maybe not totally rebuild because they've got no, one start. more one more swift kick at the can this year. I think this, this year is their last best chance at it, the way, yeah. the way this team is built. But I think 
yeah, it, it, it has to start now because nobody's nobody's getting any younger. But you're right. This this team has a shot to win it all, just like any other. I don't care what the money puck sites say. I don't care what that stupid target chart says. I mm-hmm. am I'm still good on this team. Um, and look, anyone out there that still thinks there's a good chance the Caps are going to miss the playoffs, I strongly advise you to get out of that. Don't don't hang on to those thoughts. Others may decide to focus on the negative. Here at the Triple P, what we do, we accentuate the positive. And there's yeah. a lot of positive with this team from what I'm seeing. Yeah, we'll talk about the negative. But ultimately, the positive is what we're looking at. Right. The positives outweigh the negatives. There are some things to be tweaked and fixed, mm-hmm. but they, the fact is Power they play. can be fixed. Power play. It, well, among others. <laughs> but we're, we're out of time, unfortunately. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll leave that for another episode down the line if they yeah. haven't fixed it or addressed it by then. But. Right. All right. So this is a good place to stop. Um, and so um, for uh, C4, Cheryl Ann Forster, this is the Blue Liner on Point signing off for another episode and reminding you that oh, here it comes. <laughs> I once saw a weasel walk into a bar. So I followed him in. Bartender asked him, well, what can I get you? Pop. Goes the weasel. Goes the weasel. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Hallelujah, and let's go, Caps. Let's go, Caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hi, Blue Liner back on here. So glad you uh, stuck around for another episode with us today. And uh, thanks for supporting our show. So I just want to remind everybody, we're still taking donations. The, the reason being is uh, we're, we're coming up on uh, payments for services to uh, for the hosting and the recording of the those those services so the uh, monthly payments and the overall hosting service uh, from podbean that's coming due so whatever you feel like donating we don't have a website for that where that can be done but if you can leave, leave a note for anna or myself or you can message me or you can uh, send an email to my personal email address at glhallowed at yahoo.com that's glh a-L-L-O-W-E-D at yahoo.com. Let me know how you'd like to donate. I've got many different platforms available where you can uh, send that information. And again, it uh, doesn't matter if it's uh, a, a dollar or, or $50 or more or $100. We'll, we'll take anything you've got. And uh, we really appreciate short, uh, your supporting our show. Thanks a lot.